Welcome to the Hub Crawl, a roundtable podcast discussing all things Disney. I'm Eric. And I'm Tag. Each episode, we invite two guests to bring a question and talk about one of our favorite things, Disney. This week, we want to welcome someone who's a travel planner with Concy ears who feels most at home at the Disneyland Resort, but she loves the Walt Disney World parks as well. When she's not planning Disney vacations or away on one herself, she keeps herself busy as a people mom, dog mom, wife, and nurse. Wow. It's Marie. Welcome, Marie. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Marie, I have no idea how you do it. I don't have most of those things, and I'm tired all the time. I can't imagine (laughs) doing all of that. Also joining us this week is a kindergarten teacher that's an avid listener to the show, and many people call her a Disney freak or Disney adult, like those are bad things. Yeah, uh, she, she owns both titles. She loves Disney for the parks more than the movies, I'm with you, and the history of Walt himself. Welcome Shannon to the show. Thank you. Shannon, I feel like... I feel like we're like the same person almost because I feel the same way. Like I'm a parks person. People don't understand it. We had some trivia questions or something about the movies and they're like, you don't know the movies. I'm like, I told you it's about the theme parks. I know the newer movies because of being a kindergarten teacher and the classics from when (laughs) I was little. There we go. Well, thank both of you for joining us. Let's start off with our first question from Eric. All right. It's been a while since we we visited this wealth of uh, of conversation that is Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes. It, we've all been to the parks a fair amount recently. What do we think? Helpful, expensive, royal pain, Marie, kick us off. Okay. Okay, Genie Plus, all of the above. It is all of those things. I appreciate having the option, but I wish less other people had the option. Um, <laughs> I I love I love waltzing up to the lightning lane and being like, mm, see you peasants, I'll be over here while you're <laughs> over here. Uh, I know I'm really being uh Power's but, going to your head, man. <laughs> I love the old fast pass system though. Old fast pass, max pass, I had those down. Um, so I really miss being able to just grab everybody's tickets while, you know, my group is sitting, having their beignets or whatever it is. I take the tickets. I have five to 10 minutes to myself to race through the park, scan the tickets, come back, and now we're all good to go. <laughs> and then Max Pass, we hardly got to use it before the pandemic, but that was the best. I didn't even have to go escape. I could just like go in the corner and, you know, get all of our Max Passes. Oh, Yeah. So, yeah, I miss those, but again, I appreciate having the option if Disney could just tone it down a little bit and maybe just make it a little more exclusive to me, that'd be great. <laughs> we'll just call it the Marie Pass. Love it. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, anybody who's listened to any podcast I've been on knows I don't like gd plus or lightning lane i didn't have i'm kind of like you marie i didn't have such a problem with fast pass or max pass because i feel there was i don't know maybe it was the mixture or something i don't know it just didn't seem like it caused as many problems as genie plus and lightning lane has been but my personal opinion is i don't like it at all Standby is far superior for everything except for making disney money because <laughs> when the pandemic uh, whenever, when when Disneyland reopened after the pandemic, there was no Genie Plus, there was no Lightning Lane, there was no Max Pass, there was no Fast Pass, and you know what? You got in lines, and they moved, 
and you got to kind of enjoy the park again and let the Disney winds take you wherever. And it was wonderful. And the fact that now there's this added thing. In fact, I, I used to use FastPass and I used to use MaxPass, but I will not, I have not paid for Genie Plus or Lightning Lane with the exception of the first day it launched because we happened to be there and wanted to test it for the podcast, which it crashed. So that wasn't even a good <laughs> test. And the second time, which is when I determined that I hated it and was vowing to never use it again, was when we were at Disneyland for Teresa's wedding and we had one day in DCA and I wanted to make sure we could get on everything because we only had the one day in DCA. So anyway, didn't work out. I didn't know how to use it very well. Maybe that's on me, but Disney shouldn't be such a chore. You should just be able to buy a ticket and go in and go on the attractions you want to go on and not have to worry about all of these things that Disney has made everybody do and the wonderful theming they've done everywhere and everybody's stuck in their phones and they don't even see the theming. Anyway, (laughs) I just, I hate it. I hate it. I wish it would go away. Uh, It's never going to do that. What I do wish they would do that would make it better is like you're saying, Marie and Teresa says this on DL weekly too, is they just need to make it cost more because if less people used it, I wouldn't have a problem with it because the thing is, is so many people use it. That it it gets crazy. Anyway, Shannon, what do you think? <laughs> Please just get me to stop. I also miss the old way of doing it, but I do use it every time I go, just because I like skipping the lines. <laughs> and I also love that I get all the photos because I stop and take photos every time I see a photo pass person, especially if there's no line. I don't care That's what the nice, background yeah. is. I'm going to take pictures. <laughs> I find it a benefit may for different reasons i travel with my mom to the park a lot and she does not like the fast rides the roller coasters things like that so i book both of us on lightning lane and i ride it twice in a row (laughs) so i get to do the fast pass lane twice with one both of our passes but she doesn't use her so i get to use it twice which is nice for me what is she doing while you're writing this? To be honest, if we're in DCA, I drop her off at the winery and she's having a glass of wine. I love that. Well done. <laughs> and if we're in Disneyland, I drop her off along the waterfront and she people watches and tells me great stories when I come back. Extra so, entertainment. Yeah. Yes. So I do the rides twice. I don't pay for the additional lightning lane. So the ones that you have to individually pay for. I just rope drop those and get to them first before the line gets crazy. Yep, that's the so way to do it. That's the plan I use every time. So I do use it. I wish it was cheaper myself because when I'm using two of them, it gets a little expensive, but it's worth it for the pictures for me. What do you think, Eric? Well, I like your hack there, Shannon. Uh, and we, in fact, we could sell that hack to all the all the the clickbait websites. Then. <laughs> The new hack on, <laughs> on Genie Plus. Shannon. Hack. Yeah. Uh, I but, enjoy uh, but, it. Yeah, no, it's great. I, I I like it. And if your mom's okay with that, that's great. My mom has always been the one to sit off to the side and, and wait, either with the little kids or, um, you know, when we were all older, she'd just kind of hang out and watch people. And yeah, nowadays she probably wouldn't mind hanging out with a glass of wine, but there are always plenty of grandkids for her to look after 
Um, it, it, when we go with the full family, it's just this this milieu of of people constantly shifting and moving around and saying, "Okay, it's time for so and so for to have lunch," and we just move back and forth. Um, yeah, it, it works out pretty well. But but yeah, when I'm there. I guess if we're there with the full family, we're probably, I mean, we've only ever been to Disney World with the whole family. And at Walt Disney World, the value seems lower to me because there aren't enough things to do. They don't count, you know, on the old system, they would at least count character interactions. You could get kind of lower tier Magic Pass stuff or uh, Fast Pass Plus. Is that what they were calling it at the time? Um it, you could get you could book these things so you could get a you know if you went to epcot you could get on test track but you could also get turtle talk with crush you know it, it, so it, it made it seem like there was more value for people who maybe didn't quite know that you can just kind of go into the seas most of the time without a problem uh, but in some cases it's here's a here's a princess that my kid really wants to see and you could use that they don't have quite as much of that and they have been expanding it more i'm interested to go back but i don't have a Trip planned for a while, so I might have to. Um, I might have to like skip out on my wife for a few days and go to Walt Disney Come World on this over summer. To Disneyland. Oh, I've in been, August. I could do that too. You know what? It's more comfortable in Disneyland in August than than at Walt Disney World. Uh, we all know it. We all know it. But it's cheaper at Walt Disney World because it's so it's so hot this year. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so Walt Disney World, it's it's tougher. There's not as much to do. It's a little bit less of a value thing. Disneyland, if I'm there with just me and my wife or just alone or with friends, we 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 hit it and we go hard. And why not? It's not that much more. Like you say, Teg, they could charge way more money for this stuff. And it, just like at Universal, where they do charge way more for this stuff, you can only do the rides once. I, I mean, I do miss my max pass, which you just you just constantly checked your phone and you burned out that battery because you were looking. We're going on Matterhorn again, kids. It's so <laughs> well, true. <laughs> I had mastered max pass. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> I, I think they realized too many people mastered max pass. But don't you think it's like, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy. I feel like, isn't it, yeah. is it, isn't it more enjoyable to put the phone away and just walk by like pirates and see like a 20 minute wait and know it's going to be probably around a 15 to 20 minute wait. And when you get in that line, it, it may move slowly potentially depending on the attraction, but at least it moves. Cause I, that's the frustrating part for me is if I get in a standby line, it just sometimes just doesn't move. And that's where I feel like I'm wasting time. If I'm in a, if I'm in a queue and it moves, I feel like, I'm getting somewhere. True. And at Disneyland, Pirates always moves like that because they wisely said... Maybe "Eh." Pirates wasn't a good example. But but. At at Walt Disney World, I get it because you go through that queue and you're like, this is a more interesting queue. And then there's a point where you're standing there for 10 minutes because they just let 35 people go. Yeah. Although that's also not the best because usually lately they've been having the Fast Pass people board on the opposite dock because they have two boarding locations. Now, one other thing, since we're talking about paying extra for various experiences, specifically line skipping, I did. Um, we went to Knotts on our last trip, and they have an express front of the line pass, but it was as much as like the park ticket for the day. Oof. 
so it wasn't used as much, mm-hmm. which means that the standby line still moved, even though Knots is very slow in general. And then I just watched a video because it sounds like Universal is really pushing their VIP tour program right now, mm-hmm. which is way cheaper than a Disney VIP tour. I think on the slow days or something, it's in the 300, 350 range, somewhere in there. So like twice what and their their fast pass solution yeah, is. But, huh. but that includes your park ticket. That includes an unlimited front-of-the-line pass for the day, so you can go on things multiple. It's the only one that includes the new Mario attraction, and it gets you a trolley that goes on the back lot. Instead of doing the big trams with, like, you know, hundreds of people, you go on a trolley with, you know, 25, 30 people maybe, Mm. and you get to get off and walk around the sets and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? For 300 and whatever dollars per person – I think that's kind of worth it because I could go one day to Universal, spend that, get on all the attractions, get uh, premium seating for the shows, and get to walk around some cool movie sets that you never get to do any other way. They also feed you – there's some snacks they give you. There's a lunch or a dinner or something that's also included in that. So I think that's a heck of a deal. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah. And so um, if anybody's interested – Ordinary Adventures on YouTube just went on this. There were some other YouTubers there as well, so like I'm sure they're on other channels, but I really liked their review of it, and I thought it was great. I was like, man, if we go next time we go to Universal, this is how we should do it. Because usually we only go to Universal for one day, and so if you can guarantee to get through everything in one day, I think it's worth it. Yeah. That sounds well, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. You know, Disney, you pay $3,000 plus for a VIP tour that doesn't give you any food. It only gives you front of the line pass while basically while you're with the tour guide. So it's not like when your tour is over, you can continue to do that. It does give you priority seating for shows and stuff, which was great. But yeah, it, but it's a huge Disney premium. So, oh, I've been on a VIP tour. <laughs> That's tag. <laughs> Well, that wraps, up, that wraps up our first question. We did get started on the last episode, didn't we? Uh, <laughs> we did. Marie, what did you bring for us this week? All right. So my question is, what is the most memorable thing you have overheard either another guest or maybe a cast member say at a Disney park? Um, I'll go ahead and toss this one to Tay. This was tough because I feel like somewhere in my mind, there's a really great story somewhere in here that was like an overheard i'm sure there is i'm sure there is but the only thing that i could come to mind that was a decent story was not overheard but specifically said to us so maybe this isn't the answer but this was before we were doing the podcast or anything this was a long time ago uh in the early 2000s i want to say or mid anyway whatever i went on the walk in waltz footsteps tour which was wonderful, by the way. Tons of great information I never knew at the time, and all of this stuff. And the thing that got me, and I almost, like, I came, like, I think I was there with my family, but they didn't, like, only me and one other person wanted to go on the tour, so we went on the tour, then, like, I came back and told them about it. And the story that the cast member told about the partner statue and the original artist and the story behind what it's representing... I teared up hearing it, and then every time I retell it, I also get kind of, like right now, I'm kind of getting misty. But Aww. it's Walt, for those of you who've never seen it, I'm sure everybody's seen it or knows what it is, but it's it's in the hub of, of like, all the parks. And it's Walt holding Mickey's hand, and Walt's kind of, like, 
pointing kind of out. And he said that the artist said that it depicts Walt saying to Mickey, look what we've created together. And I just think that's so, I don't know, it's so emotional to me for some reason. And every time I see part the partner statue, I think of that story. And so that has to be one of my most memorable things that a cast member has said around me or whatever. So nothing... Nothing uh, outrageous or anything, but something hey, that's that still I pretty find. good. It's memorable. It's memorable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now when you when you go next and you look at the partner statue, you can remember this story and you could be like, ah, oh, that tag guy getting misty eyed over a statue. I just like How thinking of. Uh, sorry, I, I just like thinking of uh, Marty Sklar looking at the wheel of death with the motorcycles in it in the middle of the park, going, "We got to put a statue there." <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness he did. <laughs> right. Uh, what about you, Shannon? What's what's something that you overheard another guest or cast member say? To follow up on yours, I will say that tour is amazing. I've done it. It was my favorite. And I actually, this last Dapper Day for fall, got to meet the gentleman who does the cosplay and have a picture of him mimicking that statue with Mickey well, in the middle of wow. the park. Oh. It's amazing. <laughs> But as far as a memorable moment that I've had in the park, it was actually when I went with some friends to the park, one of the friends I was with, it was more, it left a memory on me because it was a negative memory. But every time we got in line, there was a few times he kept seeing the same person. It happens in the park. You end up in line with similar people. And he decided that family was following us. And he couldn't handle that. So he left the park for the day. Oh, no. So I was alone in the park. <laughs> but each day he'd try to come to the park with me. We were there for a week. And every time he saw a family more than twice, he left. Wow. <laughs> so part of it was he had special needs. So this was like something going on with him that he pretty sure he was on the autism spectrum. So he did not like that people kept appearing around him. So it was hard for him, but at the same time, it left quite a memory for me because I was like, okay, now I'm alone. Oh, Was this at Disneyland? It was in Disneyland. What? That's Disneyland's happened so many not times. not that big. Yeah. You will see the it's same people. It's not that big of a park. You're going to run into people again. I love running into the same people because I end up starting conversations with them. So that may have been part of it. I start talking to people. <laughs> At least he didn't make you leave with him, though, because no. like, that would have really he sucked. He did not. Because there were other friends with us that left with him. So I just okay. stayed behind by myself because I, I was the one that them. told them on the road trip we're going to Disneyland because we were in my car. So I pulled over at Disneyland for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. How about you, well, Eric? Well, I, yeah, I'm just thinking, like, how many times have I met somebody in line where, like, Two rides later, you're at Incredicoaster, and they're like, Colorado, hey, it's Nebraska. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Exactly. You see them more than once. Right. Anyway, Brandy and I, my wife and I, have really taken to not only listening for ourselves, but asking cast members for their experiences on this one. Any excuse that parents make, the, the prime example, I think, is if you don't stop crying, Mickey won't talk to you. <laughs> yes. Like, he's Santa. Like, if you don't pick up your, your clothes for the week before Christmas, Santa will forget to bring anything to you. And uh, Brandy has, start, has started 
she has a journal that she carries whenever we go to the parks and she will write down our favorite sayings. And then we ask cast members at places if we really have a good rapport with a, a bartender or a, a waitstaff person, we will ask, hey, here's what we do. Do you have any good ones? And one of them, one of them at uh, like Trader Sam's in in uh, Walt Disney World said, oh, yeah, um, one of the parents said that if they don't quiet down, they're going to toss him in the lake to TikTok. And I'm like, the crocodile for Peter Pan? <laughs> he goes, yeah, it was it was a little too soon on that one. But <laughs> he's like, I won't forget that. Wow. But yeah, it, so it, ask, you know, if you if you like this sort of thing, ask your your cast members. They'll break character for a little bit to hang out with you. One cast member sat down at our table and was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> wow. So, it, it was probably like free therapy for them. Right. Right. <laughs> Somebody to tell the story to other than people who get the same thing all day long. We're just two people who are, you know, day drinking. So why not talk to <laughs> us? They're like, oh, these two day drinkers, they'll be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's let's get an extra five bucks out of that tip. <laughs> all right, Marie, what were you thinking of with this question? Well, like Brandy, I also have started taking notes, so I have a few. (laughs) Um, But for today, I will share this one. So my husband and I were on a rare adults-only, just he and I, trip to Disneyland. And so we're just, like, meandering through the park, not in a hurry to go anywhere. Uh, But we were walking from the hub into Adventureland, and there's another group. Okay, well, let's face it. There's probably a million other groups walking towards us. But this particular group, there's a woman who just looks so annoyed. And I just noticed that she looked really annoyed. And as we're passing each other, I hear her say to somebody in her group, we have already consumed all of the foods we are having today. The toilets can't take anymore. (laughs) And I was dying. (laughs) I don't know if it's my nurse humor. I don't know. But ever since then, that has stuck with me. And I am threatening to use that on my family next week when we're at Walt Disney World. I'm going to tell them. The toilets can't take anymore. You're cut off. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny about that? It's like any public place. There are times when people will walk by you and you just hear part of whatever the longer conversation is. And you always wonder, like, what what was the context for that? Yes. Was their toilet Uh, broken at the hotel? I have no idea. I could only imagine, but it was pretty hilarious. (laughs) Man, I would have. I don't know what I would have done if I would have heard that. (laughs) Toilets can't take anymore. (laughs) Well, especially in that area, because that's where the plumbing is known to be not so great. Like, remember the sewer smell that there used to be there? I haven't smelled it mm. recently, but I don't know. The, just the whole thing. I was dying. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's Disneyland, uh, was this Disneyland? This was Disneyland, This is right? Disneyland, yeah. Yeah. Disneyland's, like, coming up on 70 years old. Like, right. that, some of that piping and stuff is 70 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> Can you believe it that that's only been two questions? Or can you believe that uh, we're already through two questions, depending on how much you enjoy listening to us? And if you do enjoy listening to us, please help support the podcast at thehubcrawl.com slash support. So for as little as $5 a month, you can get access to the episodes a day or two early. You get access to our uh, Discord chat where we always ask the 
bonus question that uh, comes in. You get access, of course, to the episodes that have the bonus question attached with them. And this week's bonus question is a great one. What is the coolest attraction you have had to be walked out of? And which attraction uh, would be your dream to be walked out of? This was a great question because I feel like Disney nerds all have answers to this. <laughs> and in our chat, we had plenty of answers for this. So stay tuned. Become a supporter. You'll get the answer to that and some of our listeners' answers. It was really great. Once again, thank you all of those of you who are supporting us already. But if you haven't or you're able to, that'd be wonderful at thehubcrawl.com slash support. And thanks to Eric C for suggesting that one. He he messaged that one to me a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, oh, that's got to be on the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's one of the <laughs> things we say about the perks, too, is is you can suggest questions. And obviously, Eric C. There we go. Spelled that's the correct Eric way, with right? A K. With a K. Eric with a yeah. K. Last initial C, I assume. No relation. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> but yeah, let's get back to those questions. Teg, bring it to us. Of course, I'm going on a trip soon, so I was thinking about international parks, and so I thought about if you could get an all-expenses-paid trip to any Disney park, but it has to be outside of the United States, which would you choose? And I'll add on why. Shannon, what all-expense-paid trip to a Disney park outside the U.S. do you want? So I would love to go to Disneyland Paris and actually stay in the hotel that's right there at the entrance. I've the had Disneyland, the Hotel. Disneyland Hotel, yeah. Yes. I've had tons of friends go there and have told me how much I would love it and I want to see the castle there. And I kick myself for not going when I was studying abroad in Spain because I was so close. Oh. <laughs> but I just didn't take the trip over there and now I really want to go. It's a beautiful park. And I mean, I am going to Disneyland Paris when we're over in Europe, so for two days uh plug shameless plug to james from concierge got got us park tickets over there so thank you james for getting us some park tickets he is right. my concierge that i work with every time oh, no. <laughs> oh there you go <laughs> how about Not you Marie, Eric? Huh? where would you go <laughs> poor marie's like what am i chopped liver I, over here i will Apparently. say it's because it was during COVID that I reached out because I had listened to enough podcasts with concierge being advertised that I reached out during COVID because I wanted to go to Disney World and I knew only Disneyland and that's who I got. And now every time I plan a trip, I just contact him again. All right, you Shannon, go. you're excused. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know. Oh, we're gonna Eric, to where would you travel? I would definitely go to Tokyo Disney Sea. Not that I've been to Paris or anything. That it sounds it sounds amazing. I would definitely like to go there. And the Disneyland Hotel or the New York like Marvel Hotel sounds pretty awesome. But I want to go to I want to go to Tokyo. I want to stay at the the Hotel Miracosta, which is the Parks View the, the 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 hotel that has a Parks View of Disney Sea. And just the different views of the volcano they have there and the Venice area they have there. I mean, it's it's insane. Um, first off, the park, we've talked about this on, on the podcast plenty, about how much we want to visit this park. And I want to stay at the hotel that that is there. It's part of it. It's it's part of that Westcott design tag that you've brought up before. It's 
fulfilling that promise of you're right there in the thing. You are on the coastal area. You feel like you're part of it. And I don't know that I could I could beat that. And I think if it were going all expenses paid, why not stay at the fanciest one? Or at least the one that I perceive would be fanciest. I think the Disneyland hotel there is probably more expensive. I haven't looked into the hotels there enough. That sounds like something to Looks look like you got later. some more research to do. Oh, man. I just spent like four hours learning about Duffy the Disney bear. <laughs> oh, I love Duffy. Was, was that self-imposed? It was self-imposed. Bryn, Bryn brought it up for Bryn, who's been on the show before, brought it up as a concierge thing because we can book Hong Kong now. Plug for, for the company that Marie and I work for. But uh, she said, what else can anybody think of? I'm like, Duffy, I'm writing an article. So I dove in because I can use that on other shows too and annoy other hosts when I talk about Duffy. I know just that which hosts I'll, I'll annoy. Right now, it's just my wife who has to listen to the history of Duffy. <laughs> That's You're like, hey, Brandy, Brandy, this is awesome. Did you know that in 2002? <laughs> yeah. <Jeez>. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's very, it's very much on the tip of my brain. I spent most of the weekend either working on Duffy or working in our, our studio at the house. Anyway, Marie, I think you're up next. Okay. Well... <laughs> You stole mine, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I too would love to go to Japan. We actually had a family member there in February who sent some, okay, this family member doesn't like Disney. And here he is in the park that I dream of, my bucket list park, <laughs> sending me pictures. And he's like, is this, is this, this is what you like? <laughs> so, Isn't that the worst? You're like, you're not even appreciative of it. Totally. <laughs> But it just reinforced, like, yes, I should be there and you should not. I'm not bitter. Thank you for the photos. Appreciate it. Um, but it's just gorgeous. It's a gorgeous park. The foods, the little tiny, cute little foods that we don't have here for some reason. I've heard the attractions are amazing, but I am not a ride through watcher because you can only experience a new ride for the first time once. So that is a hard no for me. I'm going to wait mm -hmm. till I get there. So whoever sponsored this question, please let me know when my trip to Japan is. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all of us, all of us, just just book book me and Marie and Eric, and then somebody book Shannon a trip to Paris, and okay. we'll all be set. All right. I'll come with you. I just, I just I, Paris is my first choice. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you know, we just talked about supporting the show. You know, that's also a valid option, and all yes. trip to one of the. We'll results. take it. We'll take it. I love it, Tag. What about you? <laughs> so I'm hopping on the Tokyo bandwagon. Now, I – oh, Lord. We – at DL Weekly, we had our monthly hangout this last weekend, and there was a person on the hangout who just got back from Tokyo Disney Resort uh, and Tokyo and Japan in general, mind you. And they said – because I had to ask, I said, because she went to Tokyo Disney Sea, and I said, is it as amazing as everybody says it is? And she said, to be honest, no. <gasps> and I was like, really? And what? she said, there's not a ton of attractions. There's a lot of things there that if you want to take photos with are really striking, beautiful photo opportunities. But it's not like a not like any of the other Disney parks. It is beautiful, 
but there's just not a ton of stuff to kind of do there. And so I was like, oh, hmm. interesting. I've never heard that before. So anyway, take that take that information as you will. I personally would still love to go to Tokyo because I. she did say that the Beauty and the Beast attraction in their Tokyo Disneyland is amazing. And it was one of the best attractions she's ever been on. And they wrote it a couple times, which was difficult because it's very hard to get into that attraction right now. So, yeah, so I would go to Tokyo Disneyland and, of course, Tokyo Disney Sea. Eric, I don't know enough about the hotels around the area, although I did look some pictures up of the Hotel Miracosta. And, you know, if it's all expensive, sure, I'll stay there, too. There looks you go. great. There's a there's an amazing restaurant, I think, that has this giant window that looks out onto the volcano area. And I'm like, that is amazing. And it looks like they have some themed rooms. And it looks gorgeous. I would totally, totally stay there, especially if somebody else is paying. Right. Now, if I'm paying, I'm going to go stay in wherever the budget hotel is down the way because I don't stay on property unless it's Disney World. Well, that was another great round of discussion. <laughs> and I will move on before the pitchforks come for me. Uh, now we will move on to our last question from Shannon. And my question is, if you could be any character inside the parks, animated or real life, which character would you be and why? Eric, what would you choose? I'm going to Galaxy's Edge. My first thought would be Mando. Because who? how great would it be to actually be next to the tiny Grogu that no one else can touch? <laughs> you get to strap it on and, and have a, you know, a handler walk you through. Um, I had a great interaction with Mando last time I was there, which was so much fun. And because it was Lynn and I eating lunch, Lynn, Bar Lynn Barron from Sweep Spot and I were eating lunch. And I had my mouth full of Ronto wrap. So we weren't filming anything. We were taking pictures and suddenly Mando's there talking to me and all these other people are like, ooh. So it, there are probably like 40 people who have video of me talking to Mando. <laughs> As you're trying to eat your Ronto wrap. Right. Yeah. And it's not of me. It's of Mando. And I just happen to be some guy. I'm, you know, nobody went, it's the guy from the hub crawl. <laughs> yeah. If they Mando did, send it to up me. The week after I was in the park. Oh, so no. I've not seen him yet. Oh, gosh, it was so cool. And I just had a conversation. And as he was, he asked if I had seen some some smugglers. And I said, no. And he's like, be on the lookout for him. And I said, OK, thank you. Then he, <laughs> he turned back around and said, welcome, and pointed at me and then went off again. So I love that. And I love seeing the crowd of people that just follow him around. It, but really, any of the Star Wars characters, I think, would be great. But, uh, it, you know, for the opposite reason, like the stormtroopers and like Kylo Ren, people seem to part when they walk by because nobody wants nobody wants to be near them. <laughs> you know, Eric, you had the opposite problem that we had. We when we were on our VIP tour. Yes. Yes. Oh. yes um, oh. That story. again. Yes. Uh, <laughs> our guide was trying to find out when Mando would be out and we failed to see mando we ended up seeing mando i think the next day or the day after because we were standing i think refilling our water or something and Teresa goes what's going on behind you because there was just this crowd of right. people <laughs> and then she saw mando in the middle of this crowd of people and that's how we ended up getting to see him also you talk about the stormtroopers did you see the video of the stormtroopers that were coming off the like little stage show thing they got there and they couldn't get the gate to open <laughs> No. 
Yeah, they were playing. It was like slapstick humor because it was the two troopers and they were kind of like, you know, because they've got their little sayings or whatever. And they're basically like back and forth, like, come on, why can't you get thing open or whatever? (laughs) And Kylo Ren comes up and it's just like, really? Like, you can't like, come on, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Totally a character. And and they finally got it open. But Kylo Ren was not having it. But it just reminded me of seeing that. So (laughs) that's pretty great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Marie, you take it from here. Me? Okay. If I could be any character, I'm going to be Yzma. Yzma's awesome. She's my favorite Disney villain. I just want to be posted up by City Hall. And as guests are coming to file their complaints there, I want to call them peasants and demand that they pull the lever. That's what I want to (laughs) do. That's good in life, man. Oh, that would be great. Uh, what about you, Tig? <laughs> Yzma, put your hands up. Uh, I love Emperor's New Groove. I love Krog. I love Yzma. <laughs> What's holding that woman together? This one was difficult because I was thinking, like, okay, who, like, hmm. Uh, and I, like, thought about all the interactions I've had with characters over time, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then it came to me, and it was so obvious, and I was like, oh, duh. I, of course would love to be Mickey in Fantasmic because who doesn't want to stand there and make fireworks happen? (laughs) The fact, you know, what's funny. I know that it's timed. I know that if Mickey just stoically stood there, the fireworks would go off. But I tell you, if I was Mickey and I pointed and fireworks happened and I moved (laughs) and I pointed and fireworks happened, it would be really difficult in the moment not to kind of, go into the magic that you are making these fireworks happen (laughs) so that is my that is my thing however i would not have wanted to be the mickey that was on the stage that night with murphy nope when murphy went up in flames because i mean if there's one video i saw of it and mickey just looks up and then looks out at the crowd and just stands there and then like gets like descends into the stage (laughs) ever so slowly and i'm just like hmm Interesting. I don't know if I'd want to be Mickey then, but I'd be Mickey on top at the end where all the fireworks are going off. How about you, Shannon? So I would want to be Peter Pan, mainly because he is not a character that sticks around for photos and signatures, but he's rather plain in the park. I've often seen him playing with his shadow or playing hide and seek in bushes. I think my favorite time when I found him was actually tucked into the bushes by Matterhorn and he kept popping out like hide and seek (laughs) and a jack in the box. (laughs) And I thought that was so much fun. And then I found him another time later that he pretended that I was his shadow, mainly because I kept imitating what he was doing. So we played around in the park together. So I'd like to be Peter Pan so I can play. Cool. I I ran into Peter Pan, Wendy, and Alice, and the Mad Hatter at the intersection of Tomorrowland, the Hub, and Fantasyland, like on the parade route there, and they were playing a bunch of different games, and there was just a crowd of guests around them, and they were interacting with the guests, and they were playing with each other, and I was like, this is really magical that... And I thought, like, how amazing would it be to this is somebody's job that 
and so many people are having such a great time. So thank you for sharing that because because I forget about Peter Pan, but uh, every interaction <laughs> I've seen with Peter Pan has been pretty glorious. That's yeah. pretty great. Yeah, I don't know that I've met Peter Pan in the parks in in real life. I guess I've only seen videos. Every time I find him, he's over by Matterhorn. Hmm, okay. Good to know. You just got to go to Disneyland more, Eric, because <laughs> we have more characters out and about. Darn. Yeah, that is one of those things that blows me away with Disneyland is the, one of the first times when I went and I just saw Belle and the Beast walking around and people were following them around. Like that doesn't that hasn't happened at Walt Disney World for years. And it's sadly partially from what I've heard because of abuse of the characters oh. and people who have done terrible things to them where they can't see. But uh you know, it, like, that's a shame that's people ruining it for other people. But then it's it, it makes sense because it's such a huge place. But to have to wait in line for an hour to have a fun interaction like we did once with Merida, where she asked us some questions. We're like, we just want to take a picture for our niece. <laughs> like, <laughs> we felt awkward, but I'm sure it would have been fun for other people that are really into characters. <laughs> you know, you just can't have any shame. Like... You're at Disneyland. Who cares? True. True. I, I Have I said this on the show before that the thing that always grips me is that because they're like when it comes to the the fur characters, I'm up there because they can't speak. I feel like I have to pantomime back to them. I don't know what it is. I have like this internal mime instinct that doesn't help because I don't know what to do. I'm like. They can and, hear you. <laughs> yeah, the, the podcast people can't hear, but. But yeah, three people can see me gesturing. He's he's flailing around like you would guess, like trying to mime. And yes, it is. It is glorious. <sighs> My secret shame. Anyway, that does it for this episode of the Hub Crawl. We would like to thank our guests. Where can people find you? Do you want people to find you? Do you have anything you'd like us to plug for you, Shannon? So... I do have an Instagram if you want to follow me. It's Barefoot Fit, where I post videos of my Disney life, my fitness life, and my teacher life. Well, that's quite the quite the overlap of different things there. That could be really fun and exciting. Uh, how about you, Marie? Where can people book concierge stuff with you? <laughs> you know, that James guy. Oh, well, you can find James, I guess, but if you're looking for me well, specifically, I am at that magic maker Marie on Instagram. Of course, you can find all of our wonderful concierge on Instagram as well. I just met them all last month and they are actually really wonderful. Um, as far as updates, I'm terrible with my social media. I'm going to just have to admit it right now. I will post for five days in a row and then drop off for two months, but if you try to reach out to me, I promise I will respond. What I was to be clear, Marie, what I was trying to say was, you don't need that James guy. Go <laughs> see Marie. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for clarifying. I appreciate it, Tay. Yeah, yeah. Until we get James on, and then I say, Oh, forget about that Marie lady who was oh. on a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you just lost me. <laughs> book with James. Go book, go book with James. <laughs> this guy's the best. <laughs> Sorry, Just Marie. The company—they're all amazing. True, there we that's go. true. Shannon, we have okay. a bevy. We're in good graces again. <laughs> you know what? You love going to Disneyland. You're going to go to Disneyland or Disney World or like anywhere the concierge covers. Just rotate through all the planners. Just book a trip with each of them. Collect them all. It's like like uh, collectible <laughs> cards, right? 
<laughs> we are it not getting the first... to be traded. <laughs> that that's a new achievement. I think we should give a prize to the first person who books a trip with every one of our planners. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that does it. Um, join us next time where we continue to talk all things Disney. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, <laughs> everyone.